It's a gorgeous day. It's a cloudy day. It's a rainy day. It's a hailing day. It's a lightning day. It's a what kind of day are you driving through today? I want to know how you're doing. I'm going to try and keep you awake while driving because this is stay awake while driving. But I tell you this every time so you don't need to hear it again. Let's just get started. I am launching right into the five words today because I don't know why this particular round of them, just because it seems to, it's, who cares? Who cares what I think? Here we go. Five word challenge. Memorize these five words by the end of the episode and you win fabulous points, which mean absolutely nothing, as you know. So here we go. What do these five words have in common to that's the real bonus point for you? And today, honestly, I think you're going to get these, especially by the fifth word. Are you ready? Number one, road, R-O-A-D. Number two, mountain. Number three, touring. That's a weird word to say, touring. It's T-O-U-R-I-N-G. Don't laugh at me, touring. Touring? You say it out loud. It sounds weirder the more you say it. Number four, recumbent. And number five, tandem. Memorize these words. Put me on pause. Say them over and over out loud to yourself, especially number three, touring, because it sounds funny. And then also try and figure out what they have in common, which I bet you already do. We'll come back to these later in the episode. This is exciting for me. I got some feedback on uh, this podcast and also a suggestion for some math problems to do as a segment. And that is a great idea, and I've thought about that, but I, full confession, I'm terrible at math. So I've kind of thought to myself, geez, doing math problems while you're driving where you don't have a piece of paper and pencil seems like a great big disadvantage, but maybe I should not judge all math skill on mine because that sets the bar very low. So thank you for that idea. I'm going to think further on that and see what I can come up with in the future. Thank you so much for that idea. If you would like to leave some feedback or thoughts on some segment ideas, visit my website at stayawakewhiledriving.com. And now let's get to the next segment. Let's do state nicknames. These are nicknames, remember? We've done these a few of these in a few other episodes. They're not the mottos. Just the nicknames. And some states have multiple nicknames. And I apologize for that. I'm only giving you one of them. So example, I'm going to say the Lone Star State, and you are going to tell me that is Texas. How about the Pine Tree State? That's Maine. I think this one's a pretty commonly known one. The Bluegrass State. Kentucky, the Beehive State, Utah, and we were just talking about pine trees, but the Evergreen State is Washington State, and the Equality State, Wyoming. And that's going to do it for state nicknames this time around. Again, if your state hasn't come up yet, if you live in the United States, don't worry, I will get to all 50 of them eventually. What did I have next for you? Oh, I was going to give you terrible, terrible brain teasers. Why are they terrible? Because brain teasers are always a groaner. If you get them right, you're like, aha, ding. But then if you don't get them right and then you hear the answer, it's like, oh, really? Okay, so for example... 
I can be short and sometimes hot. When displayed, I rarely impress. What am I? Temper. Yeah, your temper. Sometimes hot, rarely impress. What rocks but does not roll? A rocking chair. I told you, groaners. Shoot at me a hundred times, I might still survive, but one scratch from me and you will find your prospects take a dive. What am I? Did you catch that scratch reference? It's an eight ball. What can be stolen, mistaken, or altered, but never leaves you your entire life? I don't know about this one. The answer is your identity. You know, that could be a conversation you and I could have. Do, do you have the same identity your whole life? I mean, I guess, I mean, not, not even necessarily legally because if you change your name. So what is identity? What if you feel like you've changed as a person? I think you do as you go through life, don't you? All right, okay, I'm moving on. I'm not getting that philosophical. Here we go. Final one. What can be swallowed but can also swallow you. Answer, your pride. It's only been a few minutes, but let's go back to the five-word challenge today. Real quick, those words again are road, mountain, touring, recumbent, and tandem. Did you remember them? All righty, good job. And what they have in common. Right now, as I record this episode, we are kind of coming into the county fair time of the year, which made me think about, and as a matter of fact, I was driving past a taco truck, and I thought about this. Now, in my part of the country, we can't have food trucks out all year round. It's not comfortable, at least, we'll say, because people are not going to walk up to a food truck necessarily when it's 20 below outside and stand there waiting for their food. It doesn't work out really well. So we end up only seeing food trucks a certain time of the year, and this would be that time of the year. Taco truck. I was driving by and I was thinking to myself, you know, if you're at a fair and you have a bunch of food trucks, it's kind of like a food court. You can have a taco truck, and maybe they're not the best tacos in the world, but they're still going to sell some tacos because the other food perhaps doesn't appeal to the person who's picking out what food they want to have at the fair. But if you are a food truck on the side of the road, which is actually what this taco truck was, I was thinking to myself, man, you have to have like really good tacos in order to get a name for yourself and have people stop and get tacos at your particular stand, no matter what the weather is. So I was thinking, you know, these food trucks that go out and are on their own somewhere, not part of a collective like at a fair, do you think those are like really, really the best foods? Because it's got to be a niche and it's got to be a niche that those people are so good at. I don't really know. Weigh in on that for me, will you, if you visit my website at stayawakewhiledriving.com. Meanwhile, though, you and me, we're going to play a little game with ourselves here. If there was a food that you think is your specialty, or if you don't cook, you can go with the what food you'd like to be really good at cooking because you really like eating it, let's just say. What food truck would you have if you were going to start a business and have the best of something? 
Would it be pulled pork sandwiches? Would it be a dessert? Would it be like deep fried cheese curds? But not just any cheese curds. They're like the best cheese curds with the best batter. Now you have your your food item that you're going to be the best at. Now let's fill in the details. This is where we can get a few more miles down the road. If you tell me those details, and again, even if you aren't going to be the cook, let's just say you're going to start the business and you're going to hire the person that does make the best deep fried cheese curds. What kind of equipment do you need in that truck? What kind of cooking equipment, refrigerator equipment, counter space, utensils even if you want to go that far, ingredients? What do you have to have on hand? Kind of like come up with a business proposal for me. And you know what's great about this business proposal is it doesn't actually have to hold water. A banker does not have to approve you on this. It can be the worst business plan ever, but if it makes you happy right now while you're driving, who cares? Tell me about your pulled pork sandwiches. What kind of buns are you going to have? What kind of like big old pork smoking smoker do you need to have? Is it going to fit inside the truck or are you going to have to have it as a kind of auxiliary thing outside? And then also, if you're kind of in the artistic bent, visually sort of frame of mind right now, tell me what the like um, name of your business is going to be and maybe the graphics on your truck. What's going to grab those people that are driving by like you and me? We're driving right now. What kind of truck, what kind of graphics are going to make you stop and get whatever food item it is that you're going to be selling? Also, I realize this topic may or may not appeal to you, and that's fine. Just skip on to the next section. I I always like to remind you of that. Just skip. It's okay. My feelings are not hurt. And of course, not every single topic is going to appeal to you. If you'd like to hear what my food truck would be, stay tuned. Otherwise, you can skip ahead to the next chapter if your podcast player allows you to skip chapters because I do try to put those in to each episode. Want to know what my food truck is going to be? It's going to be cheesecake by the slice. Here's the deal. For a while, I made cheesecake all the time, but then I realized, you know, cream cheese is expensive and... I would also eat all this cheesecake, which is not good. I kind of have scaled back on the cheesecake making at home. But what I love about cheesecake is, here's your recipe for cheesecake. Any kind of crust you want, graham cracker, chocolate, vanilla wafer, shortbread, no crust. But you take an eight or nine inch springform pan, four blocks of cream cheese, four eggs, one cup of sugar-ish, a little bit of flour, maybe some cornstarch, Whammo-bammo, you've got yourself a cheesecake. Then add any sort of flavor you want. Chocolate chips, Andy's candies, peanut butter and jelly. That's what I love about cheesecake right there. Yes, sirree, Bob. So my food truck, it's going to have like flavor of the week. But here's the other thing. I think I'm also going to have frozen cheesecake. So I'll have like the flavor special, but then I'm going to have a bunch of frozen flavors When I went to Taste of Chicago many moons ago, and I think it was Eli's Cheesecake, they had a stand there, and you could get, now, if I'm wrong, please forgive me, this was like 1990-something, they had frozen cheesecakes on a stick, a slice, and then you would buy, or with these coupon, these tickets you had, you would get a piece of cheesecake, and then they would take it out of the freezer and dip it in this really waxy, fake chocolate stuff, you know, that, like, crackle stuff that you can sometimes get and pour on top of chocolate, or ice cream, rather. Oh, my goodness. I had one of those for the first time, and I thought it was fabulous. I don't know why. It's something about when you're walking around having food outdoors, stuff on a stick, you know what I mean? So, my food truck is going to have 
some of that too, some frozen cheesecake. That way then I can have a bunch of different flavors on hand. Plus I can do this fun dip it in a chocolate or some other topping, maybe even perhaps. Or, oh, I know. What are those ice cream bars that kind of, they're usually strawberry, but then they have that cakey coating, the crumb coating on the outside? Okay, I want to make cheesecake with something like that too. Yes, mm, that cakey coating crumb. Oh, I love that so much. All right, we have plans. The outside of the truck is going to be kind of a big rectangular piece of cheesecake, a slice seen from the side. So if you can imagine that, that kind of ends up being sort of rectangular. But then there's going to be this giant fork that's like sticking into the cheesecake slice. But you just see the tines kind of, and then maybe like the perfect cherry with the sauce, you know what I mean? You can picture this perfect piece of cheesecake, right? Here's what I'm going to do. When I get myself parked... The top of the fork, like the handle part, is going to be, I'm going to put, I'm going to have to put it on separately because I can't drive down the road with this and under bridges. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? But the top of the fork then, the handle is going to be sticking out of the top of the truck as like this big, crazy silver projectile. And it will, um guide people as a beacon across the parking lot or down the road to find my food truck. How's that sound? I'm going to really have to remember to pack that baby up again before (laughs) I head back down the road. So I could go into more detail. I'm not going to bore you with my detail. Uh, Please, you bore me with your detail because the whole point is to get you further down the road. But I could talk about the freezers I need, for example, the ingredients I'd have to keep on hand. Would I bake these cheesecakes in the truck or would I bake them on a separate location and then just keep a stock of, like I said, the frozen or the special of the week. Oh, and then there you go. People would have to keep coming back because then they'd have to keep checking out the special flavor. It'd have to be like black currant something something one week and then um, caramel harvest fall apple another week. I'm telling you, I love cheesecake so much because you can just create any flavor out of anything you have. Okay, please tell me your thoughts on a food truck. Sweet? Savory? And then if you do want to tell me about it on my website, stayawakewhiledriving.com, that's awesome. But if it's like such a good idea that you just can't even tell me because if anybody else sees it or knows about it, they're going to steal your idea and make millions of dollars, then I totally understand. Don't be telling me (laughs) your great idea. I hope I've sparked some imagination and, and you're going to go on to be a famous pulled pork sandwich food truck. Remind me to tell you sometime about the most amazing pulled pork sandwich I had in the middle of a tea field, T-E-A, the beverage, but the plants themselves, in South Carolina. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to come up with some memory prompt that I could tell you that story. But enough about me. Jeez. Let's instead do trivia. Name the 1991 Disney classic which became the first animated film to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. I remember this. Beauty and the Beast. It was quite the big deal because they added this animated movie category. How many legs does a crab have? Ten. Which cheese, oh, we were talking about cheese curds. Which cheese derives its name from the capital of Italy? Are you going, it's not Parmesan, what is it? Romano is the answer. 
Which American state capital is the least populated? Montpelier, Vermont. What was the name of the doctor who treated John Wilkes Booth for his broken leg when he was being, uh, when he was on the run for killing Abraham Lincoln? This is one of those great trivia questions. I like it because if you remember, his name was Samuel Mudd, which is why your name is Mudd has become a slogan now. A gift from the mayor of Tokyo, Japan. Uh, They were planted around the tidal basin of Washington, D.C. in 1912. What was the gift? Cherry trees. Name the short story by Shirley Jackson, first published in the New Yorker magazine in uh, 1948, about a small town which holds a contest once a year to see which of them will be stoned to death. Such a macabre story, but chilling, chilling. This is one of my mother's favorite stories. Not like in a happy-go-lucky way, just really makes you think. The Lottery. If you've never read it, find it. It's a short story. It won't take you long. But as you know, don't do it while you're driving. (gasps) Unless it's in a story collection on some sort of, like, digital library thing you can get a hold of, then totally listen to the audiobook. And finally... In a relay race, what's the last runner? What is that position often called? The anchor. And that's trivia. How'd you do? Point for everyone you got right. If you feel like giving yourself points for ones you didn't get right, or half points if you kind of sort of knew what they were, go for it. I say go for it. Are we out of time for this episode? I think so. So let's just march right back to the five-word challenge today, and you're going to tell me what they are. And remember, I told you you're going to know what they have in common if that gives you a, oh, yeah, jog your memory thing here. Are you ready? Tell them to me now. The answers are road, mountain, touring, recumbent, and tandem. And what do these five words have in common? They are all types of bicycles, correct. By which word did you get it? Touring, maybe? Recumbent? Those recumbent bikes have become very popular. Have you ever ridden on one? I have not. If you have, tell me about it. And then tandem, bicycle built for two. Okay, good job. Ooh, Nellie, I hope we got you a little bit further down the road today. If you still need more help, here's my prescription. Go and find a copy of Waterloo by ABBA. Tell your Siri or whoever or Alexa to get it for you. And once you got your toe tapping to Waterloo, come on back and we'll do another episode together, okay? Till then, though, you take care. Take care.